So, what did we just watch? Jaws. We watched Jaws. Original. The original. First movie. First perfect movie. And it's hard to, it's hard to say bad things about Jaws, right? Yeah, it's a great movie. Mm. It's, uh, it's one of those little perfect films. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's very, very few perfect movies, right? There's, I mean, I don't even think there's a hundred. I'd say there's probably, there's probably ten really, really, nah, fuck, forget really, really. There's ten perfect <laughs> movies out there, and Jaws is one of them. It's hard to go wrong. Right, it's like Michelangelo's David. It's a piece of art, and it is perfect. And then when you do criticize it, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, like you, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Damn I feel like a, I feel like a piece of shit for even because it's just it's a, it's just nitpicky stuff. Yeah, it's it's you're looking at you're looking <clears throat> at you're looking at a perfect. Glass of single malt whiskey, right? Yeah. And you know what the worst thing about it is? It's when you drink it really fast and uh-huh. then it's gone. <laughs> you're like, well, that was drunk pretty fast. That's bullshit. Or, hey, that's all gone now. You know, you're nitpicking that there's none of it left. That is the ultimate of nitpick. And this this movie is the ultimate. I'm sorry if that, that analogy was shit. No, I get it. I'm just making it up as I go along, right? This is how we do this, okay? Yes, we're experts. Mm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is a, 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 a one of those perfect movies. Like, um, what what other perfect movies do you think there are? Give me, give me two other perfect movies. Two. Yeah, two. Well, Jaws is my favorite movie, so. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other favorite movies. Okay, I can. But it's all like nostalgia based, so. I can name probably I I can name a lot of movies I've seen, but I I think that perfect ones are obviously very difficult to come by. But I'm thinking stuff like right off the bat, I think there's two perfect ones. Maybe everyone would agree with. What? Thinking Casablanca and Godfather, the Godfather, the first one, and okay. Casablanca. Those two, I think everybody like would agree. Like universally. Mm, universally, like applaud. man, perfect movies. Mm. Um. But maybe Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. But we'll come... To, that's for another discussion a, for another day. That's a whole movie discussion. Mm-hmm. So, why did we watch Jaws? I'm not sure. You said Jaws. I said Jaws because this is the first movie that we're reviewing together. And it should be Jaws. What? Because you are... If anybody doesn't know, my lady is the biggest Jaws fan. And when I first, let's just say, as we got to know each other, I got to know her Jaws pajamas <laughs> yeah. and um, her Jaws action figures, you know? So you were the biggest Jaws fan. I love Jaws. So this is uh, one of our movies, and this should be the first movie we watch. Because it has personal meanings. Yes, mm. and this is a something. This is something we're making for us. So, Jaws should be the first movie we watch. I get it. Right, and uh, all right. I'll, the first thing that you see when you watch, or the first thing that you feel when you watch Jaws, you put it on, and the first thing that you feel is John Williams. Yes. Right, just that. Mood. Mood. 
That's like iconic. that's ah, it's iconic, and that's that's what you that's it, right? It's brilliant. It's perfect. How old were you when you first watched? Um, I remember when I first watched it. I was in my. I was in my granddad's, my granddad Michael's house. He's long gone. Occasionally, we we he. He lived in the town that I lived in very briefly when I was young, very young, and I would go to his place, me and my brothers, and he's our granddad, right? And he would give us chocolates, and we really loved him. And occasionally, you'd go into the living room, and I'd see my aunts, much younger back then, obviously, and there'd be there'd be something on the TV, and it would be the first glimpses of something that I'd see that scene. So that was the first time I saw Police Academy, mm-hmm. just in the distance in that small wee TV. And it's the first time I saw Jaws, just in the wee distance. And, but it was like, wow, I need to see more of that. <laughs> when was the first time you saw Jaws? Mm, I'm not sure specific. But that's specifically the first time. I just remember being young and seeing it and being fascinated by it. Mm. And what was uh, fascinating about Jaws to you? Just the... <clears throat> I don't know, it just, it's a scary movie, and I liked being scared like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and my, and I looked into sharks, and... Cool. I was never into sharks, like, Shark Week, all that stuff, uh, Sharknado, big shark faces, I was never into sharks, but I always loved Jaws, Jaws was like... A different. It wasn't a shark movie. It was a. Hmm. It was a movie. You know, yeah. it, was a, it was a film. It was a <laughs> something separate from other other things, and um, uh, so yeah. Looking back on it now, going all the way to the beginning, we watched it tonight, and I was watching it with this idea of what what's gone from Jaws, right? We've seen it, you and me, countless times, mm. so. I was watching it now and I was trying to think of the impact of like uh, Chrissy dying. Is her name Chrissy? I think mm-hmm. it was Chrissy. She, yeah. she, she, her, you know, shocking death and the other shocking moments in the movie, um, what still had an impact or, mm-hmm. or what was not quite impactful. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to think what in a... Like, what are you comparing it to? Like... I'm comparing it to... Like when you originally... like, Yeah, like, like because you've seen the movie, so we've seen the movie so many times, and there's only so many times a moment can be shocking to you, mm-hmm. right? Then it's just it's still... It's, it's just a thing that's happening now, and we've seen it a hundred times, therefore it has no shocking value, and right? Now you paid attention. Right, like so hardcore. yes, I was paying attention, and I was like, okay, what's gone? Yeah. What is now... What doesn't exist for me with Jaws anymore? If that makes any sense. Like, yeah. I watched it and I, I took each moment as they came along and nothing was gone. Chrissy's death at the, at the beginning is still, still shocking. Though, yeah. And um, uh, that Kittner, Kittner boy, mm-hmm. right, when he's dragged under and you can hear him gargling his breath, he's losing air. Whoever's like pulling screaming him... Screaming yeah, on the way down. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever's pulling him down there is pulling him down and that boy can't breathe. And they, they, 
every other scene, the character scenes are still so rich. The dialogue is mm-hmm. still perfect. The shark scenes are still shocking. Um, I mean, if you put them yourself in their shoes rather than our shoes, and we've seen it a hundred times, put yourself in fucking Quint's shoes when that fucking shark torpedo is running up the back <laughs> of the orca and slamming into your deck. <laughs> and then takes a huge bite in your midsection. So, for me, this is, um, there's, Jaws is still a perfect movie, but we have to talk about it. We're talking about how great it is, blah, blah, blah. Let's tell people how we think it's great. And I will start with Amity. I think Amity feels like a lived-in place. Mm -hmm. It feels real. I also agree. Mm. There's characters we see in the background later come to the foreground and they're still... Like, at the start, when Brody's driving around in his Jeep, you see them in the background, mm-hmm. in their stores. And then later on, you see them in the beach. They're the same people who were at those stores are at the beach. Um, and then they're at the meeting later on. These are these people seem to just live in this town. Yeah, it's very much a community. Like, even <laughs> Brody is trying to gather the signs for the beach closing, and then the guy with the bicycle... Tire comes out and he's all annoyed. Mm-hmm. It's just, just random little s- small town snippets. Yeah, it's good. Sm- snippets of a real place in the real time and something that's really happening. Yeah. So it, everybody in Ami is is to me really there, really like real people. Except for now, this is an, a, a criticism I have of the movie. Okay. Okay. Because I'm ready. No, all right, because nothing is, nothing is perfect we've, we've talked about being perfect but nothing what i'm saying is nothing is perfect you know like like in a street fighter 2 you know when you hit them and you kill them and there's no kills and there's no <laughs> hits to you and it's like perfect <laughs> so nothing is perfect jaws kind of you know got a few hits on you right mm-hmm. i don't know what i'm trying to say anyway i'll, t- I'll tell you one that, that sticks out to me mm-hmm. and you're gonna agree with me mm-hmm Mm-hmm. All right. It's Alex Kittner's 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 mother. The eighty-year-old. <laughs> She's too old. <laughs> She's just too old. Mm-hmm. She's she uh. She's on the beach with with Alex, and he gets in the water. Famous scene, the boy is destroyed, and they bring back the thing all bloody, and it's it's a, it's awful, and then later on she, um, his mother, slaps Brody. And it's, you know, hard scene. And either her mother, her granddad or father is, or or husband is right beside her. And they he both also look... also looks very old. They both look like 85 like, years old. What is the story there? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's like, did she have a baby later in life? Is it actually her grandson? Maybe. But... Maybe it's her grandson. It's not really... Or they adopted... Because they couldn't have children, and then they just see you're. But you're given you're given this. I'm trying to explain it. Yeah, and I, I think that when I see her grieving, grieving for this boy, I don't believe she's this boy's mother. You don't think it's. No, I mean I know I get she? she's a mo- she's a mo- she's like. My boy is dead. I just wanted you to know that. <laughs> um, so who is she? No, she is his. She is his his mother, but I'm saying that she was maybe miscast. That's all. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
What do you think about it the... It um, doesn't make sense. What? Another thing I wanted to mention was the continuity, which is great as well. Continuity of these people live here, therefore, um, like when Brody and the mayor and Dreyfus are at the sign, and in the mm-hmm. back, and, and in the very distance, you can see Brody's truck, his, mm-hmm. his little sheriff truck. It's not like parked right beside them, it's parked far away in a little road. It tells you that. You know, Brody actually drove there from the town or from his work, and he got and he walked all the way over here, and it's no, it's a nice little scene. Lived in, yeah, that helps helps establish the world and make you invest further in Brody, and it just helps all those little mm-hmm. things you don't speak about or mention or think about. It, it it's like that thing it's in subtle, yeah, like um, that Mike and Red Letter Media, which they say um, um, you may not have noticed. But your brain did. Yeah. Right, that's it. <laughs> and uh, um, let's talk about jump scares. Okay. How many? How many? You watch a modern horror movie now, right? And you can think of all these cheapy ass jump scares that they try and do and, and freak you out. Jaws has maybe four of them, mm-hmm. and each of them are fucking good. Like you can show this to anyone new, fresh, and they still jump. Yeah, they're, they're not. Freaky. They're not cheap. Like they're not. They do surprise. They're well earned. Yeah. Like, what's your favorite jump scare in Jaws? The probably the cage. Um, at the end of the movie. The end of the movie. With the, when he's in the cage and he's just he's not looking in the right direction. And yeah, the underwater. Shark comes in. Yeah, Dreyfus is underwater. Yeah. And the shark comes in and there's no sound, and yeah. you see it almost like a silent movie. Everyone is yelling at the screen. Turn around! Yeah, because you and know. And, and yeah, and the shark is just going like, blah, crashes like Godzilla or something. And I like that it's quiet and, and you and you see hit the sh- you see the shark cup like just coming mm-hmm. just for a split second and then and then you get that loud crash of the him mm-hmm. hitting the cage. It's just it's so well done. Mm. Perfect. What do you like? My favourite jump scare um, when I was a kid yeah. This made this movie terrifying. It's when Brody, Brody is, is chumming, throwing the chum line, yeah. keeping it going, and he's fucking tired, <clears throat> his hands sore, and he says, you know, I, slow, I can slow ahead, you come chump some of this shit. Yeah. And a shark comes out behind him, and he freaks out. And to me, that was when, like, the stakes, you see the stakes. This is a fucking monster. Mm. And it poked up, and it, you see it for the first time, and you're like, fuck and it's dense like it looks thick and like Hungry. scary yeah <laughs> and Brody comes back and he says Beast. we're going in the bigger boat and everyone in the audience is like yeah <laughs> holy shit <laughs> and, oh another thing about continuity I says um how everything feels lived in um the continuity in, in terms of the movie making is spot on as well mm-hmm. like when he when Dreyfus brings the two wine bottles to the, 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 the to the to the house and eats Brody's dinner, he offers him red and white wine. And then Brody opens up the red wine, fills everyone's glass and especially his glass. Red wine is gone. Mm. Later on in the scene that scene's gone, sorry, later on there's the scene with Brody and Dreyfus and they're cutting open the shark. No no, they're they're in in Dreyfus's yacht and Brody's drinking and he's got a bottle of white wine in his hand. Mm-hmm. And that was the leftover wine, so 
Yes. Yeah. He just he doesn't appear with like a bottle of red wine or whatever. It's the white wine that he never opened yet. It's neat. Just yeah, little details. Tiny little Keeps details. You going. Yeah, that makes it just believable. I noticed one, um, this time around, like when Quint gets his hand cut, or the rope, the rope, mm. and then later on he has. He's not even using it. He has a, like a glove on it, and he's not even using his that arm to like steer oh, the neat. The so boat, and then when he, yeah, because his hands so messed up, it's just like I'm not going to be using it. Yeah, so when he was, I think he was like turning the steering wheel or something. So we've talked about Amity. Let's talk about Brody, Hooper, and Quint. I've mm-hmm. said, and you've agreed with me that in real life they wouldn't be friends. No. No. Because they're all individually different people. They're just so different. There's, you know, Brody is the man, the lawman, the lawman, the tight lawman, you know, mm-hmm. at, at scare the war, right? And, and and Hooper is young and enthusiastic and rich and, and um, wants to get the truth and is, is curious about sharks. And Quint is Quint, you know, he's like, he's like, he's fucking Quint. <laughs> so they're all very, very different in them. Um, they almost, they almost feel like that in real life. I guess when you see them, they just, they just act different. You could never even see them being friends in real life. No, and they look very, they look like they come from very different worlds. So seeing them together is odd. And and the act, <clears throat> excuse me, they act like they are from different worlds. Like they, they're never friends really. They may have bonded as Quintus telling his story about the USS in the in the Atlas, but they're not friends, they're just there doing a job. <clears throat> they're there to kill a shark, right? Yeah, they're just sort of thrown together because of this circumstance. Mm-hmm. It makes it, and it's another thing that helps add to the believability for me. And they're not like cliche. Like, I think if they redid this movie now, they just make the characters really boring and cliche and have, like, obvious traits to them. Yeah, and they have CGI flying sharks. Yeah. Some bullshit. Um, what was your... And, like, The Rock thought? would be Brody and... Oh, yeah. And like... Zac Efron's... <coughs> the new science kid. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the town... Like, <clears throat> in this movie, the first... The first 90 minutes is probably in Amity. Getting <laughs> yeah. to know everybody. The, the last 30 minutes is on the boat. And they... and, and they'll tell us their background, not show us. Yeah. I, like, I am... Hi, I'm... I am this person who did this thing hey, 10 I'm, years ago. I'm Ben Gardner. I own this boat over here and I like going <laughs> fishing at night. What was your favourite line in Jaws? <clears throat> oh, shit. I don't have an answer yet. Do you? Yeah. All right. It's the classic, <clears throat> smile, you son of a bitch. Mm. That to me was cool. Super cool. Yeah, and yeah. it never, like, hey, we're going to need a bigger boat, blah, blah, blah. Those were just lines in a movie, you know, but smile, you son of a bitch. That was, like, to me, the Dirty Harry moment. The it's Arnold like Schwarzen- the triumphant, yes. Mm. And I was like, fuck got yeah, you fucker, got you. Mm. Satisfying. Um, I've got a theory. I've got a theory, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking that, you know, I'm a Twilight Zone fan. Mm. 
This would have been a really good Twilight Zone episode. Explain. So, here's Quint, <clears throat> and he's doing his famous speech of the USS in Indianapolis. It's a horrific story, okay? Mm-mm. He escapes. He is free. Or is he? Because years later, the spirits of all those sharks, or that force of nature that was meant to kill him, is coming back. Because the shark in, the shark in Jaws isn't really a shark. Right, it's not a creature in the water. It's more than that. It embodies something more. It's it's Quint's past coming for him. And it's Quint facing that monster that he that they, they never they never had that encounter, him mm-hmm. and the shark. This is him against his past, against this deadly thing that's coming back to, it's just like a twilight zone <clears throat> force of man versus nature. And what what's what he's getting is that force of nature coming back on him. So the shark doesn't exist. It is, it, the shark is a metaphor, for, this man's unfinished business. He needs his revenge, hmm. and the shark, needs to eat him, because it's because he is it shark. missed him. He's the <laughs> he's the one that got away. The shark needs to eat him. Finish, unfinished business. Quint needs to kill this shark. It's man versus beast. Mm-hmm. And it's... So it could be a cool Twilight Zone episode. You should just write it. No. I don't, I don't do that. Anyway, what about this? I thought of this. What if you're a shark and you have... An, uh, you need to scratch your back? You will never be able to scratch your back if you're a shark. They have pilot fish between them. They have friend fish? Yeah. So a, a friend... Maybe that's what they use. So there's a fish that comes and grooms a shark? I don't know if they... Well, I don't know if they groom it, but they do have, like, fish that hang out beside them. And maybe they just... Just like, hey, mate, I've got a wee scratch on the taint there. You want to take care of it? And the fish is like... Oh, boop, boop. Oh, got my mouthful. And then they eat the scraps that the shark doesn't eat. Mm. Okay, so it's a sort of, um, you scratch my back, Symbiotic. or in this case, you don't. Yeah, literally, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, or I, I'll eat yours. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, anyway, um, <clears throat> lastly, I want to say that, uh, what two two last things, um, what makes Jaws great. I'm going to say the characters. Expand. I don't know. I think that's the part that I appreciate now as a an adult. Like, when I was younger, I was all about, like, how this movie made me feel. It was, like, scary and it looked cool. Mm. The scenes were cool and shocking. But now as an adult, I like the, the chemistry and the characters. Mm-hmm. I think I'm on the same page. I mean, you're a kid. It's all about the scares, the shark, the horror. Yeah. I love horror movies, and this was horrific. Yeah. The deaths, the explosions. The yeah, it's what I enjoy as a kid. But as an adult, it, it is the characters. It is the chemistry. It is seeing characters go against each other, but also actors and their egos go against each other. Yeah. Like Dreyfus and. Um, Robert Shaw didn't get on, so you can see that in a movie. 
And, and it can... adds to it. Mm. It's cool. You feel it and it feels like a a conflict. It's a conflict in every way. There's there there's conflict with, with, with Brody and the mayor and uh the community and Brody and the shark and there's conflict with Quentin the shark and, and, and Dreyfus and Shaw. There's just conflict everywhere yeah. and it's it's and awesome. even like filming the the whole movie was a pain in the ass. So mm. that probably co- like there's just like a weird like uneasy edge. Like that's because the movie's supposed to be scary too. But I wonder if everyone's on edge because the production was terrible. I I think there's only I'm irritated. This is a more like a philosophical idea, mm. or, or 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 trail mental trail. But I think some things are meant to be, some things are meant to exist, and Jaws is one of those things. Um, Jaws is like it's just one of those great things that's meant to be. Like, if you think of all the things that could go wrong in a production, like, if the shark was working, if Bruno was working, and... Bruce. Bruce, sorry. Yes. Sorry. If Bruce was working, they could they could have had so much of it appear and and ruin any sort of tension. But, and, and the whole idea of the barrels, like, you know how you, if you see the barrels and it's just, there's the barrels, therefore the shark is around and it's, yeah, it's going scary. to pop up somewhere. It can't, it's there because it can't go under. So the shark is there, but if it, if if Bruce was working, you wouldn't have the barrels. You wouldn't have that suspense. It would just be a big creepy monster or fake monster. You'd yeah be hammy. It would ruin yeah the effect. So but so all the problems and issues and everything. You can't make a job. You can't make that movie without everything that went into it. All the production problems and the yeah, it's like with actor problems. With great sort of strife comes some something something off, good so, something awesome yeah it's yeah. like a you, you from from this horrible disaster they they had they they got a from this they got a gleaming little diamond and movies like that are very 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 yeah. rare yeah. and I am very uh, I've watched it you know three hundred times and I'll watch it three hundred more times. Yeah, there's always something good to get out of it, whether it be feels or if you notice something that you didn't before. It's great. Last question: Do you mm. think, do you think um, Brody collected the reward at the end? Quinn's reward? Mm. No, he wouldn't be that person. Well, there's a lot of money on the table here. There's three thousand dollars for the shark, and then there's also the um the the ten thousand dollars. There's the three thousand dollars that the Kitner lady was giving away. There's the ten thousand dollars that the town were giving away to kill the shark. That's thirteen grand. What if Brody went to Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Kitner and says, "Yeah, I know I killed your boy, but can I get that money now?" <laughs> Could you imagine? Get another slap. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the other cheek. <laughs> this one's deserved though. Yeah. Last one, not so much. Mm. So, honey, what did we just watch? Jaws. We watch Jaws. See you next time. <laughs> Bye.